0: So, good morning. This is Liz Alstein. Let's get into um, codependency. Let's just drive right into that. Um, yeah, that's a fine good morning, huh? Codependency talks. Um, so, I am currently in what I don't know if I would categorize as a codependent relationship, But I'm struggling because it's consuming me. I am a newly single, um, divorced mom. And through that whole process, I met someone about six months ago and... Let me preface it by saying that the marriage I came out of was a very toxic, narcissistic, negative, tense relationship with a complete lack of intimacy, and I was okay with that. I was at the point in time in my life where I thought, you know, it's not about me anymore, Um, It's about being with someone, sharing a life, creating a family, and all that's okay, and it's fine and good and everything, but you can't lose yourself in that process. And that's really what I feel like I did. Um, um, A couple years after we got married, we had a child, and um, there were just some things early on Shockingly enough, right around the time that, um, I was pregnant, some things came out about his past. He was, um, he'd been married before and traveled a lot for work and, um, I caught him with a shit ton of porn on his computer when I was in the third, my third trimester, and i just will never forget that morning i was in my robe um i honestly don't remember why i got it. his computer's always out because he's always working on it um from the house when he's home um (laughs) i guess he's working on it um sorry that just made me laugh a little bit with the uh, whole porn thing that i found um and so, I mean, I just looked at his history and all this porn shows up and it's like some kind of kind of freaky stuff. But anyway, um, I just remember him walking in the house and me sit, standing there shaking my head and just telling him to get the fuck out. Like I was just so... I felt so betrayed, and I know a lot of people watch porn. If you're into that, whatever—that's just your thing. As long as it's not hurting your, you know, hurting your spouse or disrespecting your spouse. Um, I don't know, but I felt incredibly betrayed and disrespected. I wasn't feeling super hot and sexy and wanted at that time. Our—I mean, during pregnancy, our sex life had definitely dwindled off, um, and I just talked it up to. You know, I wasn't very attractive because I was, you know, huge with the baby. So, um, that rocked my world. We talked about it. He admitted, obviously, it was right there. So, we talked about it and got it out in the open a little bit. He admitted to me some other things um, that were definitely outside of his previous marriage. And... I can only assume that it was done outside of our marriage as well, um, without going into great detail, um, it's just, I, I've never felt, I just, I felt so betrayed and hurt and not worthy, um, Nevertheless, I forgave. I tried to put that on a shelf, focused on the birth of our child, focused on family. And I really do feel like I never truly, that was kind of the catalyst for things slowly spiraling downhill. And our intimacy just really dwindled um intimacy is not to me is not just sex it's the things that lead up to that that emotional affection the connection you have with your partner the the passion the you know the the playfulness and all of that is all part of intimacy to me um that leads up to that moment of sex, of course, but it's everything that's involved with that. So that just wasn't happening anymore. And I would talk to him and I'm like, what's going on? Like, I just, you know, why don't we do this? Why don't we do this? I try, I would try and, you know, be, I'm a very, I'm a very passionate physical person. I'm a Scorpio. And that's part of who we are is just being very physical and, um, sexual but and there I mean that's just me and I I would try and be that way he goes why are you being freaky and I'm like I'm not I all I did was get on top of you for heaven's sakes go with that let's just go with that and he just didn't understand why I was trying to be sexy to him like it was not okay apparently for me to be sexy and I love to feel sexy. I love to do things to be creative and fun and spontaneous and sexy. And, you know, that's always been a part of what is important to keep, you know, to keep things fresh. And that just wasn't working. So I kind of let it go. I kind of just realized that this is a new part of my life. You know, I have a child, I'm focusing on our child. Maybe it's it's just not about me anymore. It's about, like, I just need to let myself, not let myself go necessarily, although that was definitely a byproduct. I was like, it's just not about me like, and my needs anymore. Um, I'm going to be the good wife and the good mom and take care of the family and the household. And we had agreed early on that I wouldn't, um, that I would, stay at home and take care of our child and our and our household especially since he traveled a lot and that was fine um it i just got to where i didn't care anymore i kind of felt like i was a eunuch physically like i didn't want to like i didn't nothing turned me on um and he i mean he certainly didn't turn me on Um, There was nothing that I just really got excited about, you know, except our child, of course, and that's, you know, fine and good and everything, but like I'm talking about, really turned me on. Um, So I got to where I didn't care. I, I mean, I didn't even know where my vibrator was. Like, you know, I was single for, you know, a long time and had a vibrator and didn't even know where my vibrator was. Like, I didn't care. Like, I didn't care about fulfilling that side of me at all I just kind of all got thrown out the window and I just felt like that part of me shut down I even told him like I know myself well enough if I'm not and this goes back to the whole barrel analogy if I'm not getting my if I'm not getting my needs met then I will slowly shut down and then I'll just completely be closed off and I can't get it back So years went by, literally years went by, and every so often I would say, hey, this is just how I am. If this isn't, if if my needs aren't getting met, then this is really, I'm going to shut down. I just kept feeling like I was a broken record. I didn't say it all the time, you know, but maybe every six months or so, just a gentle reminder, hey, I'm here. These are my needs. I don't need a lot. I'm not trying to make it hard for you to figure it out, but this is what I need um from my husband, from my partner, from my lover. Um and it just it just was falling on deaf ears completely. Um I didn't know what to do um about probably 2 years ago I started feeling like things were really off, even more so than I thought they already were and decided to go on a social media account and found out that there was um, contact for several months with another woman in another state and i started checking his phone and sure enough, there were text messages to this woman, like all during, all throughout the day for months, this had been going on. Um, and even like at night when I was putting our kid to bed, I'm like, well, I know exactly where I was at this time. And you're sitting there texting her. I'm begging for you to give me intimacy and to give me attention. And you're giving it to someone else, you know? And I'm just like, I looked at her pictures and I noticed that he was liking her pictures. And, And it was just, you know, just all of it was inappropriate. I didn't necessarily see anything sexual, and I cannot till this day to prove that it was sexual, but it was definitely like a six-month relationship outside of our marriage. You know, guys just don't probably have those kinds of relationships unless it's more than that, so I can only imagine, but... So I confronted him with it, and he completely denied it. Like, who is the? What? Who are you talking about? What are you talking about? And I'm like, well, I know this. Here's this, 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 and this. And so I presented it, you know, completely. Do I don't? What is? The, how did you? Just lies upon lies upon lies upon lies. And I'm like, it's right here. You might as well just tell me. And so sure enough, you know, he admitted. He admitted. Started slowly admitting things. And I'm like, but here's this too. And then he was admit something else, and it would slowly kind of unravel that this was what it was. It was taking away from our relationship, no matter if it was physical or not. It was a complete infidelity to me and our marriage and our family, and I was broken. I was completely broken. Um, He swore, swore, swore that it was absolutely nothing, that it was just... they, you know, had gone on a date and that she was literally, they were just talking and that's, it was very innocent. And I'm like, that's just not okay. Um, I just think there's boundaries in your marriage, period. Um, and going outside your marriage for whatever reason, giving somebody else attention for whatever reason is crossing a boundary and He knows how I feel about him going to dinner or doing anything with women anyway for work, how that makes me feel, and how, you know, like I said, the obvious problems that we were already experiencing in our marriage with intimacy that was just compounded by that. The fact that he was spending time, you know, with other women late at night or whatever, and then this was just so obvious and blatant in my face that it had absolutely nothing to do with work, so then we got into how they met and some more details and I've just decided to forgive and move on and pray you know he promised that it would not happen anymore that it was you know no communication whatsoever he got off social media for a while Um. But nothing ever changed in our marriage. Like the intimacy still was not there. And I'm not saying we weren't, I'm not saying we weren't having sex, but it was literally just like this absolutely zero foreplay. Like you would just stand up and be like, okay. I mean, it was like almost there was nothing said. Like I think it was just like, hey, you want to do something? Really? and so then i would i mean it was just like almost got to where it was degrading like i would get ready literally lick it and stick it inside 2 or 3 minutes later done and i have always told him i'm never i'm never um i'd say 90 of the time never faked an orgasm with him. And I always tell him I'm never going to lie to you and say that I did. And it feels good. It feels good to be connected with you for a few minutes. See, I don't know why this is so upsetting for me to relive this. but that's all, that's just what it was, and it was just almost got to the point where it was degrading, because he's like, did you, and I'm like, nope, I didn't, and that was just how it was, and he just, sometimes it, he kind of acted like it, he was upset by it that I didn't, and, but most of the time, it was just like, okay, I'm good, and that went on for years. It just didn't have any love behind it. So we had a perfect little family on the outside pictures on Facebook that were happy and adventures that we went on. And we did, we were, I mean, we were able to have a good time together for the most part. It was just a lot of, and I enjoy traveling and we enjoyed that together, but there was just always that layer of tension and lack of intimacy and, you know, I just like, Hey, here's my travel buddy or whatever. And it was just like, it was, it could have been so much more. And I feel like I've missed that part of my life for so long. And that's was the ultimate demise of our marriage that I wanted to go to counseling and try and figure out why. And unfortunately I was just already shut down. I feel it like this. So now, I gotta get myself together. So now, fast forward to this new relationship that I'm in. Someone gave me attention. And I'm sure many women have, I know for a fact, many women have been in this position. Um, And I can't... I literally can't cheat. I cannot cheat on someone. I can't have casual sex. I It means a lot. It just means something to me. I'm just not that random kind of person. But um, I met this person after... um, As I was in the process of filing for divorce and separating and that whole thing. It was just one of those weird timing things. And they gave me amazing attention. They were super passionate um, and pursued me and gave me all those things that I wanted to feel so bad for so long. And I just, I had not felt so alive and so free. And I was almost worried about it at first because I'm like, I don't even know if I know what to do anymore. I don't even know if I know how to kiss anymore. I don't even know if I know how... To be in this day and age, dating, or being physical or getting to know someone. Um, but it was I mean it was so liberating and so freeing. And I've just felt immediate connection to this person on so many levels. They were incredibly smart, witty, funny, made me feel great, Um, super passionate, took time to take care of me and my needs. And just there was that closeness there um, that I had just been really craving. Um, And that lasted for... you know, about three months. And then that started kind of to pull back a little bit. He started to pull back a little bit. Um, and I'm like, was it me? Is there something wrong? Like, what's going on? Is there somebody else? You know, and I am an overthinker. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Um, Was it something that was going on with him? Was he just all about the chase? And that's all he wanted. And now it was like we were both having... We were both struggling with schedules because of our our children and um, didn't really want to be super public because <clears throat> because of the divorce being final and you know he assured me you know i's going to be so much easier to date <clears throat> when school's back in session summer's really hard because of his schedule with his um his child and and i was okay with that you know it was just one of those things that just kept kind of slowly dwindling off and i'm like why you know, I want my plan, like plan a date with me, plan this with me. And there's a couple of things, you know, that we did and a couple like ways that he really showed me he cared and just small gestures of thoughtfulness. And, you know, you hang on those when you've, when you're in such a drought, the smallest amount of water you just find so quenching. And I did. And I just really hung on to that. But I'm like, you know, in general, though, I'm like, don't wait till the weekend to say, hey, what are you doing tonight? Don't, I mean, I want somebody to cherish me. I want to feel like somebody's really excited about me. I want somebody to want to run and give me a kiss and grab me and hug me. I want somebody to want to talk with me. And I want somebody to be passionate and want to be excited, especially when it's a new relationship. Like this should just not be happening when it's just such a new relationship. And Apparently something happened specifically a month or so ago that made him really shut down. Something with his child happened and it made him completely shut down with me to the point of where he said, I don't, I don't want human contact right now. I don't need to, I don't, I can't be with you right now. I just need some space. I just need some time to figure this out. Um, but all the while, you he's like, yes, we're in an exclusive relationship. I care about you. I enjoy spending time with you. I just need to get through this. I just need to figure some things out. And I'm like, okay, well, people go through things. I get that. But yet, he wouldn't exactly communicate with me and tell me what it is. Um, and so I'm just still over here wondering. And we spend the night together. Once or twice a weekend. And there's nothing. No intimacy, no touching, just a few kisses. And I'm like, good Lord, I'm back in the same relationship that I was. What is, I mean, what is up with me choosing the same people and being drawn to the same people over and over? Like feeling like I'm giving up myself because someone's going through something, or somebody needs to be fixed, or it's exhausting, and it's literally, I'm sick of it. I ask him, and he's like, it has absolutely nothing to do with you. I just need some time to figure this out. I'm like, well, how long? Because, like, you have created this monster. (laughs) Like, you have awoken the sleeping beast within me like i want to i want to be close to you i want to have sex like i want to like yes i love snuggling with you and i love spending time with you and those kinds of things but you know i just i want to i want that intimacy too once i've been once that door was opened again after so many years of not being intimate and then just to have it be shut down i mean that is just incredibly hard for a woman no matter how many times you tell me it's not you, I feel like it's me. There's something, like, there's got to be something wrong with me. I just don't understand why someone would not, why a guy doesn't want to have sex. There's got to be a reason. I mean, and you know, the... Stereotypical things come into play. If he's not having sex with you, he's having sex with somebody else. I don't really believe that to be the case. But at all. But of course it makes me question. Um, I, I question a lot and I overthink and he knows it and he calls me out on my overthinking. Um, But I think I'm justified in overthinking here um, with a little bit of this. So is this a codependent behavior that I feel like I'm willing to give up my needs again for somebody else? Do you go through a hard time with your partner so early on? I'm, I just, you know, I just need some feedback here. Um, do I, how long do I wait? Like he's not giving me a time frame, and he's just like, yeah, I just need to figure this out. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know how long it's going to take me to figure out. And I just, I don't know. How long do you, How long do you wait? I know relationships go through things, but this just seems way too early to go through something. I mean, I'm not one to say there's a time frame you can't control when somebody goes through a hard time, but do you ever not just want to be physical because you're going through something? I mean, there are definite things in life that, um, that probably warrant that, but this just, I don't know. I just, I wish I knew, of course, I wish he would communicate with me about exactly what's going on. So I know, and so I have some resolve, but he's not comfortable doing that. It's giving him, he has his own anxiety issues, which I'm learning about him and learning to try and figure out how to deal with his anxiety issues. Um, and the fact that he just withdraws, um, and it makes me wonder why, <clears throat> why I want this so bad, why I want him so bad. <coughs> <clears throat> Sorry, I had to clear my throat a little bit, um, At what point do you just need to step away? I'm supposed to go on a huge trip on Friday. Well, not a huge trip, just a, I mean, but for me it is because I haven't been anywhere in a really long time, and I made plans a few months ago to visit, um, see a couple of girls in California, um, go to this um, music festival, and I thought, yes, September sounds like a great month. I can. I'll be a little bit more stable right now or stable at that point where I can go enjoy something. It'll probably be great timing that I need to get away. So I made plans. I bought a ticket. um, And I'm thinking about not going now. I'm thinking about canceling. Like this is literally this weekend and I'm thinking about canceling my trip because I'm like, well, it's, I just, I'm giving myself anxiety over leaving A, because of my child being far away from my child, because it's just, all of this is so new, and I'm not used to being, you know, I'm not used to being without him in general, because I was with him 24-7. My husband traveled a lot, so he was used to not being with him all the time, and so this is a huge deal for me to have these feelings of anxiety, to not be close to him, um, to not be close to my child. Um, But then I know that, my boyfriend is going to have a free weekend. I have a free weekend. We don't get a lot of time like that together. So do I want to nurture that? Is it more important to me to stay home and nurture that and make sure that, and and again, it's, it's thinking about him and his needs and not me and mine. But part of me thinks I need to be close to him this weekend. I want to feel close to him this weekend. Um, so I'm actually thinking about canceling my trip. i know that that's probably not the right choice, but it's just where I am. And I just wish I had some answers and clarity. I wish I wasn't so consumed with him and why this is going on in his life. Because it's almost debilitating to me constantly to wonder why he's pulling back or wonder why he seems distant. And to remind myself that it's not me and to focus on me and what brings me joy, focus on me and my well-being and what I'm involved in right now with business and my son. And just to give him space. So... Is this codependent behavior? I don't know. Will I ever break my cycle? I don't know. Am I capable of love and being loved again? I hope so. I pray so. So, thanks for listening. I um, just needed to rant a little bit. I think this was a long rant podcast, but let's start a discussion about being codependent, what that means to you, what experiences you've had in your own life, and just try and help each other to fill our own barrels, to fill yourself first. Make sure you're focusing on positive things And things that bring you joy. Things that make you feel energized. And not things that are sucking the life out of you. I obviously can't fix what's going on in his life. I can't change it. So I need to focus on what's in my control. And not what's out of my control. Feel free to go to LizAustein.com and make comments. Go to my Instagram at LizAlstein. Post your story there in your comments. You can share your comments on this podcast. But let's just try and learn and grow and support each other and get through this together. Thanks for listening. I'm Liz Alstein. Until next time, be safe, be happy, and be well.